Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. Hey, Jeff Cohn here with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across the country. Super excited today to be bringing you a solo episode focused on accountability. The month of May, our high-level team leader coaching is going to delve deep into accountability. I kick off the topic every month the first Thursday of each month with our high-level topic. We have 12 core topics across 12 months. And then Andy Cuny, one of our top coaches, will speak to whatever that topic is and go down into the weeds of actually implementation surrounding that topic. So really excited to get into the topic. Before doing so, I want to invite anyone and everyone that has not already rated this podcast to go out. If you're on iTunes or Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, please give us a review, give us a five star, and give a shout out to one of our um, people that we've interviewed that have made a great impact in your business. Also, if anyone has ideas of other topics or guests that they'd like us to bring on our show, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can find Elite Real Estate Systems on Instagram. Um, You can go to growwithers.com as well to get a ton of free content. We give away our Elite uh, Team Building Guide, which is our 12 core topics, and it kind of breaks down what your goals should be within each topic. We give away our listing presentation, buyer presentation, uh, access to the podcast You get where you can get emails every time a new podcast launches, and a ton of other content. We also are going to be hosting our Team Building Summit, May 31st through June 2nd in Omaha, Nebraska. It's going to be an amazing event. We have a full two days of speakers. The first day is all on team building. Uh, with subject matter experts specific to scaling a dominant team in your marketplace. Day two is going to speak to a lot of the vertical integrations like mortgage, title, insurance, property management, investing, as well as other shared services that we've been taking advantage of, including Zoom, Boomtown, Gusto for payroll, Monday.com for workflows, and the list goes on and on. So you don't want to miss out the Team Building Summit 2023. This will be our fifth time hosting We expect a couple hundred real estate teams and brokerages to be in attendance. We also have mortgage teams, title teams, insurance teams, property management teams, and investment teams that are going to start participating in everything Elite Real Estate Systems. And we have a very exciting announcement. I know we've teased it a few times, but we're going to start powering real estate teams and brokerages, as well as mortgage teams, title teams, insurance teams, property management teams, and investment teams. And we have some pretty exciting announcements that we're going to be unveiling at the Team Building Summit. So you don't want to miss out. Go buy your ticket today at theteambuildingsummit.com. All right, getting into content, I'm going to spend about 10 to 15 minutes on accountability. Everything I talk about today should be applicable to most audience members. And I'm going to take us back with my flagship team all the way to 2011. 2011, I had been a solo agent for about five years and I launched a real estate team. And quickly, I learned that to be able to do more deals, I need to expand my team and I need to add personnel. And I was always firing myself from lower income producing activities. So you'll see in our guide to building and scaling a dominant real estate team that you can get for free at growwiththers.com, it'll talk about the sequence in which you should scale and who your who the correct direct reports are to hire and in what order. So my first hire was a transaction coordinator. Um, of course, in having a transaction coordinator, it freed up probably 15 to 20 hours a week 
of my time that I could spend in hiring some producing activities, which if you're still in production, should be 80% prospecting and 20% going on appointments to get a seller to sign on a listing agreement and a buyer to sign an exclusive buyer agency agreement. And at that point, you should hand everything off to a buyer's agent or listing agent to actually work the transaction close. So once I had hired a transaction coordinator, I learned very quickly, I had to train them, I had to onboard them, I had to make sure they were implementing all this, the correct processes that I had created that I thought would be the best for them to implement. And then I had to hold them accountable. So again, the topic for me, accountability. What accountability processes do you have in place, listener, to help make sure your transaction coordinator is doing all the functions they're supposed to be doing? Anything that you expect someone to do, you have to inspect it. And if you don't inspect it, then what you expect to have happening probably isn't happening. And so this same rule held true with every position I hired after that. And so after hiring the transaction coordinator and I started hiring real estate agents, we hired a success manager. And the success manager would hold all the real estate agents accountable to best practices on a weekly basis. We hired an operations manager and I, as the CEO, held the operations manager accountable. I trained the operations manager how to hold the transaction coordinator accountable. And all of these accountability meetings, we would call alignment meetings, making sure that the company was aligned. And there wasn't a position within the organization that didn't require an accountability meeting and that didn't have some type of metrics that would be tracked in a weekly setting. These meetings can be five minutes, they can be one hour, they can be daily if you wanna call them daily huddles, uh, but they need to be at least once a week. And the reason behind that is, as we all know, we are human, we have things that come up, we miss meetings. One of someone's traveling, someone's sick, someone has a, a trip for their kid, whatever the case might be, and you miss a meeting and then two weeks sneak away, three weeks sneak away, and you have a whole month possibly that you weren't able to connect. So once a week we found is best practice of course, everybody can customize for their team, but we'd highly recommend it's once a week. So there's lots of different people and positions that you would hold accountable. The first is gonna be agent accountability. And accountability gets a really negative connotation. And it's not meant to be negative. It's a 100% growth mindset and an abundant mindset. We hold individuals accountable, including ourselves, so that we can become better versions of ourselves, generating more revenue and less time with less energy. And so contextually, the way that we create the expectation with an agent is that we're going to have this meeting to help them become better. It's not so that they get in trouble if they're not doing the activities they're supposed to be doing. It's simply that they have somebody else that cares and we should inspect what we expect or we should expect what we expect to never happen, which is a great quote. Inspect what you expect or expect what you expect to not happen. And so on a weekly basis, it's our recommendation that every real estate agent within your organization has a 15 to 20 minute alignment meeting with the success coach. If you don't have a success coach, you're the success coach. What that meeting, meeting looks like, it's very simple. You'd sit down, you'd go in front of your CRM. We happen to use Boomtown, but you could use Excel, you could use whatever other platform you have out there. And there should be expectations for putting every lead opportunity into your client relationship management platform and to organize that platform based on how far out that person's gonna be potentially buying or selling a home. Let's say that you know that they're three to six months out and then you have somebody else that's six to 12 months out. We've set a different expectation in terms of how often an email should go out, how often a text should go out, how often a phone call should go out. And then we hold those agents accountable to the lead conversion best practices based on which categories they have their leads input into. So imagine each agent in the organization has 150 to 200 active leads and then another couple thousand leads that are in there 
closed categories or archive categories, which means those are future deals when those people are ready to buy or sell. Imagine sitting down with every agent and making sure that they're transferring their leads into the appropriate categories and then following up with the leads an appropriate amount of time to convert at the highest level. And this is exactly what we speak to inside of our high-level team leader training at Elite Real Estate Systems to help team leaders, help their agents convert at the highest level with every lead um, every lead funnel that comes through, which the main three lead funnels we talk about are internet leads, sphere of influence, and outbound prospecting. The thing that I find fascinating is a lot of people will use their CRM and implement accountability just for internet leads. And then they don't take advantage of lead conversion best strategy and their CRM and accountability meetings as it pertains to leads that are from outbound prospecting and sphere of influence, which is a huge disconnect. Client relationship management tools are intended to communicate with leads from all three buckets so that you can convert at the highest level. The communication is applicable to all three lead buckets. Everybody gets a phone call, everybody gets an email, everybody gets a text message, everybody gets listing updates sent to them for homes they potentially would purchase and or for homes that are selling in their respective neighborhoods so that they can keep track of what their home values are. So from an accountability standpoint, we need to be sure that our organization has checks and balances in place on a weekly basis, holding our agents accountable to lead conversion best practices, making sure that they're putting their leads in the right categories, that they're transferring the leads if they're needing to be transferred, that drip emails are turned on, that listing update emails are turned on, and that the leads are getting worked. And then once the leads are hot, ready to go on a listing of a presentation or a buyer presentation, there needs to be an appointment set. And you need to follow up with the agent to make sure there is an appointment set, that that appointment's realized, and that once the contract goes under contract, that they're transferring it into a pending category so that your admin know that it's under contract and so that your ancillary businesses like insurance know that it's gone under contract so that they can then go up, sell insurance products. And then you need to make sure it goes into the closed category so that they get their drip emails turned on for closed you should also always have listing updates that go out for the closed property they just purchased so that they always know what their home is worth based on the homes that are selling in the neighborhood. And we'd suggest partnering with someone like HomeBot or Percy, which is built for sending out estimates of homes at valuations every, every month. So that's Agent Accountability 101 from a 30,000-foot view. Like I said, our team product will dive deep into all the details surrounding lead conversion best practices. Over the last 10 years, we've converted the most internet, internet leads in the country across any real estate team to our knowledge. If you're listening today and you've converted more than we have, we'll send you a gift card for $100 to the restaurant of your choice. We've converted over 2,500 Google PPC leads in the last 10 years, which has generated almost $20 million in gross commission, of which we've kept 50%. And something that we found over those 2,500 deals that we've converted, the average lead, and I'll let everyone think for a minute, and I will answer this question so it's not rhetorical, but how long would you guess out of 2,500 leads that registered and were forced to register, how long were they in our CRM before they went under contract? And how long were they under contract before they closed? The answer is drum roll. Do we have a drum roll button, Dana? Do it. Well, Dana tried to define our drum roll. Do we have it? Oh, wait, wait, I didn't, I don't have my ears on. So 
The answer is six months on average and five months as the medium. So we know to convert at the highest level, the expectation is that from the day they register to the day they go under contract, it's about a five to six month period. And then it's about a 45 day escrow in our market. And that's pretty normal in most markets. So if an agent joins your company and they're working just internet leads and you're telling them they're going to start making money right away, you're setting false expectations, which that's a big part of accountability is having realistic expectations with what you are holding the individuals accountable to. Hi, I'm Jeff Cohn, founder of Elite Real Estate Systems, today's team coaching solution. We're excited to invite you to our 2023 Team Building Summit, powered by Elite Real Estate Systems and our industry partners. Join us in downtown Omaha, Nebraska from May 31st to June 2nd, 2023, and hear from high-level team leaders, broker owners, industry experts, and thought leaders from across the country. Learn from their business methodologies that made them dominant powerhouses. Learn more about this content-filled two-day event at theteambuildingsummit.com. See you in May. So like I said, in our team leader product, Andy Cuny will go deep into the exact sequence in which you have to make calls the first day, calls the next two weeks, text messages, voicemails, drip emails, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A lot is automated. Um, a lot of people will always will kind of snub their nose at our company success and say, you guys are just glorified telemarketers, upon which I'll respond, every successful organization I know of in the country has an entire call center and sales division. So it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Yeah, we are glorified telemarketers. We're professionals. 80% of our time is spent prospecting for leads. 20% of our time is spent servicing those leads. Like I said earlier, to buy getting listings signed and buyers to sign exclusive buyer agency agreements. And that's what anyone and everyone should be focused on if they're in the production of selling real estate. Other positions that need to be held accountable are our direct reports. So I mentioned a, a chief operations officer. You might have a marketing director. You might have a transaction coordinator. You could have a sign runner. You could have a buyer's assistant that just shows homes. And in all of these positions, just like with holding the agents accountable on a weekly basis, you should be holding all of your direct reports accountable on a weekly basis as well. Obviously, as a team leader, you wear a lot of hats. It should be your goal to leverage those hats onto others. So as soon as you can off offboard success management or marketing or whatever the other functions that you're personally doing, then you need to train those people that you've offboarded to hold other people accountable as well. For example, I would have my ops manager, like I mentioned earlier, hold my transaction coordinator accountable. So when I had my one-on-one -on -one accountability alignment meeting with my ops manager, part of that meeting would be talking about transaction coordination. And what would I want to know is how many deals were transacted in the last seven days, how much revenue was generated from those transactions, how many pending transactions do we have overall, how much commission revenue is going to come in over the next 60 to 90 days. I mean, whatever information I wanted them to report on, I'd have them report on. And then over time, you start to create patterns and you know the health of your business based on that quick 15-minute alignment meeting with your COO. So all leveraged positions, you need to be sure there's an accountability function and that you have KPIs or key performance indicators that are measuring if those functions are taking place. And then you should have a place where you're tracking all of this data. It can be as simple as Excel or a, or a client relationship management tool like Boomtown. So accountability 101, um, we, we always talk about defining our whys inside of our organization. And a big dysfunction when people start their year with their, uh, their new New Year's resolutions is they'll say, I want to do X. Let's say it's I want to read 12 books, one book a month. Well, they have no one holding them accountable to reading the books. Oftentimes, they won't. a person won't even have defined the books they want to read. So willy-nilly, they say, I want to read 12 books. 
And then they clap their hands. They post it to social. January goes by. They haven't read a book. They don't even know what book they want to start with. February comes around. They really don't think much of it. Nobody from their social media platform ever reached out and asked, Dana, did you read that first book? Jeff, did you read that book? I didn't even decide on a book yet. So accountability from a leadership standpoint, it's our responsibility to hold everyone in our organization accountable for the first defining what activities that they're going to be doing, what you're going to hold them accountable to, and then having that weekly alignment, tracking exactly the things they should be doing if they don't do it, also tracking that they didn't do it so that when you follow up the next time, you can ensure that they were able to get caught up on maybe the number of outbound calls or whatever the activities were that they were supposed to be doing. Um, accountability is key. It is everything. It's the lifeblood of your success. And we want to see all of the teams nationally and all of the companies nationally that are following the podcast to be sure that they're implementing the right accountability systems and processes. We do believe weekly is going to be much stronger than bi-monthly or monthly simply because you miss meetings. And if you miss a meeting and it's supposed to be once a month, now you're two months before you have your next meeting. So make sure you have those often. The last thing I'll say to accountability before we wrap up is a team accountability meeting. So we've talked about one-on-one accountability for 15 minutes with all of your agents, a one-on-one accountability for five minutes to an hour with all of your direct reports. But then on top of all of that, we've seen a lot of success with having a group public accountability meeting. Again, it's not to shame. It's more to celebrate successes. So for 10 consecutive years, we met every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Central, and the entire team would come together for our team meeting. The first 15 minutes of the team meeting, we'd go around the room, and each real estate agent would stand up, and they'd share with the room what their call goal was that particular week. And every week, each individual's call goal was different based on what their yearly call goal was, divided by 52 weeks, based on what their income goals were. And we knew that if you make 150 calls in our market, you'd convert one deal. That's essentially how the numbers break down. So five calls would equal one contact, 10 contacts would equal one appointment, three appointments would equal one sale. And so if someone comes to us and says, hey, Jeff, I want to make 100 grand a year to live and lead the life of my dreams, I can then go, okay, I know it's 150 calls um, to sell one house. And I know inside of my market, I need to do 24 deals, for example, to to make $100,000 income. Then I would just take the 24 deals times the 150 call attempts and then divide that over 52 weeks. And then it would spit out the number. So let's say the number is 100 call attempts a week. And if I do that consecutively over 12 12 months every week, I'm going to make my six figures. Well, everyone in our organization, they essentially create a vision board that represents what they will do when they generate the revenue to be able to live and lead the life of their dreams. There could be a trip, there could be a college savings fund, whatever each person's dream is, that's up to them. And whatever amount of money they need to generate to live that dream, that's up to them. And however many houses they need to sell and the activities they need to do, that's up to them with their success manager. So each person in the organization every week would stand up and they'd say, my call goal was X. So let's say they had said they need to make six figures. They would say, my call goal this week was 100 outbound calls. Then they would say, and I realized X amount of calls. Maybe they made 75, maybe they made 175. Well, if they stand up and say their call goal is 100, but they made 75 calls, I will then follow up with, or the team leader, whoever's leading that meeting will follow up with, what would you like to remove from your vision board? We don't ask why they didn't make the call. I don't wanna know, I don't wanna hear excuses. I want to know what they're going to remove from the vision board because they didn't do the activity they had promised themselves and their families that they would do. They're being held accountable now in a group setting. They're not being shamed, but we're having a real talk about the fact that they didn't do the activity, so they're not going to get the result. And so most of our agents would be motivated to hit their call goals because, of course, they didn't want the public humiliation, but they also, most importantly, wanted to accomplish their call goal so they could accomplish their income goal, so they could accomplish their life goals 
And we would then go through, they report how many calls, how many contacts, how many appointments they set, how many listings they had signed, how many contracts they executed, and how many total hours they spent prospecting. And we did this every week, every month, every quarter, every year for 10 consecutive years. And we tracked all this data. And that's how now we can unequivocally say it's 150 calls to get one sale because that's the average. We know our average income. We know our, how many hours it takes to prospect into a lead. We know the different conversion ratios across all of the different verticals. All of our agents track all of their calls and the time they spend prospecting. And so every year, each agent in the organization can change the lead sources that they're going after, the money that they're spending based on the results that they got the 12 months previous, all of which could not be possible if we weren't implementing strong accountability within our teams. I'm going to end on that. There's a lot more I could talk about. We're super passionate about accountability, but I want to hold you accountable. Come to our event, the Team Building Summit, May 31st through June 2nd. We're going to get into accountability. We're going to talk lead generation, lead conversion, accountability, systems, processes. We're going to also talk about all of the other verticals that drive additional revenue, including mortgage, title, insurance, property management, investing. We have a ton of VIP speakers. We have subject matter experts, other teams that are having tons of success all across the country. We'd love to see you there. More information about the event, go out to theteambuildingsummit.com. More information about group coaching so that you can attend the detailed meetings for the month of May that are going to get into accountability. Go to growwithers.com. Sign up for our group coaching platform. It's $1,000, but you should be able to negotiate a 25% off discount. I believe that's what they're offering right now. So when you speak with Logan, Director of Sales, be sure to ask him about that. And until next time, thank you so much for following the Team Building Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah.